So there's a bunch of them on there that they had to call, like this one. The creatures outside looked from pig to man, oh, and from farm. man to pig, and from pig to man again, but already it was impossible to say which was which. And Police Chief Brody said, you're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> See, no, that, that <laughs> went from Animal Farm to Jaws. <laughs> that book doesn't exist. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. If you pay full price to get into Summerfest, you just didn't try very hard. Here's what the big gig is offering today. Show your college pride day with On Milwaukee, CW18, and My24. From noon until 3, show up in a shirt or hat from a participating college or university for free admission. And here are said participants. Carroll University, Herzing University, Marquette, Milwaukee Area Technical College, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, and University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. High schoolers also presenting current high school IDs get in free noon to 3 today. Weekend 2, Day 2, here's WTMJ's Mike Spaulding with a preview of the musical lineup. Earth, Wind & Fire headlined the BMO Pavilion at 9. At 10 o'clock on the Briggs & Stratton Big Backyard, it's Lovely the Band. Grateful Dead covers galore at the Miller Light Oasis stage with Joe Russo's Almost Dead at 10. Former UW Badger turned rapper Young Gravy headlining the Generac Power stage at 9.30. And electronic duo Odessa headlines the American Family Amphitheater at 7.30. Seven fourteen on Wisconsin's morning news. Eric reporting a fine crowd at Summerfest yesterday early yeah, evening. Good, it was great, good. and they were coming in when I left around eight fifteen. Still they coming, were streaming in. A little Dave Matthews last night, so you could kind of smell the air if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not that, talking about the haze from the smoke. That's not wildfire, wildfire smoke. <laughs> Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Victor Carantini hit a two-run home run, and Devin Williams came in to secure his 27th scoreless appearance as the Brewers go on to beat those New York Mets at City Field. This one by a final score of 3-2. Swing a high fly ball. Deep center field. Nimmo back. We are tied. Victor Caratini with home run number four, and he evens the tally at two apiece. Lane Grindle on the call right here on WTMJ as Carantini tied the game in the sixth inning, and Brian Anderson came in in the seventh to hit a sack fly as the Brewers grab the lead, and they now lead halfway through the season, sitting at 43-38 and 38 in the National League Central. This after winning three out of four in New York. I mean, you know, we're in this thing, and... Um... You know that's that's um, what you want to be. You want to be right in it, and you want to have you give yourself a shot. And we've, there's no question we've done that. Adrian Hauser got the start on Thursday night, and he was on point, tossing six innings of work and allowing just two earned runs. The story of his night, though, not the innings thrown nor the runs he allowed, but the fact that he and half his team almost missed the game. This. 
thanks to a visit from the President of the United States and a little bit of a traffic jam. It was it was quite an interesting trip. We started on the bus and made it about five blocks from the hotel in about 45 minutes. So six of us hopped off the bus. Luckily, the subway was you know, right there around the corner, hopped on the subway and made it here in like 30 minutes. <laughs> good thing for the subway. Good thing for everyone that arrived as the Brewers now head to Pittsburgh tonight. To begin game one of a three-game set, Freddie Peralta slated to get the nod. Coverage will get underway here on WTMJ beginning at 535. Day one of the U.S. Senior Open got underway at Century World in Stevens Point Thursday morning. Rod Pampley currently sitting atop the leaderboard at three under par. Round two actually just teed off about 15 minutes ago. And lastly, NBA free agency will begin tonight at 5 p.m. as Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez are among many others who will be seeking New deals. General manager of the Bucks, John Horst, knows the importance of keeping a guy like Middleton in Milwaukee. Chris is core to who we are and uh, really all the success that we've had. And our goal is always to sustain, sustain our success and continue to compete and be in a chance to win, a uh, position to win year in and year out. And we hope to have him back. Free agents and teams are free to negotiate with that window opening up later today, beginning at 5 p.m. Coming up. Oh! Why this fireworks display in D.C. was so explosive. Siding Unlimited, WTMJ News Time 718. 7.22 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Greg Hill, producer of the program, is curating a freedom-themed playlist for all of our music today and if you want to access it text the word free f-r-e-e to 855-616-1620 that's the old national bank talk and text line old national bank get old what do they hey greg what do they get when they text that you give them just the list of songs or is there a link are they all in one spot yeah, so like the literal playlist that I made on Spotify is right there in the webpage. Oh, sweet. So, so you can scroll to... down and it'll be exactly what I'm looking at on my screen. You'll see on your screen. And you can play it all weekend long. All weekend. Every party you're at. Just put it on shuffle and never turn it off. <laughs> One Along of... with our podcast page. Yes, that too. One of my favorite Independence Day traditions every year is not necessarily going to the fireworks, but watching... The Consumer Product Safety Commission's annual video warning us about setting off your own fireworks. So I got. Were you annoyed by me yesterday? You were busy and doing stuff. I I made you come over and watch. No, no, no. I just had a busy day. I'm glad you made me come watch. So I got everybody in the newsroom and we watched together because this should be watched with friends. The the CPC, the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Government entity sets up demonstrations about how dangerous fireworks can be, and they do it just before the 4th every year. And to get attention, they do it on the National Mall in Washington. Right there on the grass, (laughs) on the strip. There's a monument in the background. Yeah, like you'd see the Capitol back there, monuments and all that, and then they're blowing stuff up on the mall. Not to diminish the seriousness of the message. Understood. 11 reported fireworks-related deaths last year in the U.S. Deaths. Somebody died lighting off their own fireworks. Estimated... 10,000-plus injuries last year, the vast majority happening around the 4th of July in terms of those which were fireworks-related. So, understood. Message is serious. If you're going to be lighting off your own fireworks, be mindful of the Gotta danger. Be smart. CPSC would prefer you not do it at all, but they know you're going to. So, thing is, the way they set it up, though, <laughs> they must know. Like, it's comical. They just go out on the mall and blow up stuff. What are we blowing up here? 
We got a... Uh, that blowed up real good. Oh, you got a watermelon. Oh, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> gone. That looks like a great reason to use Gone. <laughs> So that, like that, one. that watermelon evaporated, like it, it like disappeared <laughs> at the hands of a M one thousand firework. Did you know kids who had M eighties? <laughs> yeah, right, oh, big. that's an M eighty. That's an M one thousand. A quarter stick of dynamite. This is unnecessary. So that is available. I checked online. You oh, can get those. Fantastic. Great. One's called the Red Devil. <laughs> of course it is. Right. So they blew up. The, that was the blowing up of the. Watermelon. Yep. Then they start lining up the mannequins to show how destructive an explosion can be to the human body. But again, I'm sorry, it's a little bit funny. This guy here, he's in like this little shack, and they're simulating someone who might be making their own fireworks, which they say you shouldn't do. Here's this guy. He's just going about. Oh! <laughs> Was it on his lap? <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a guy like in a little. <laughs> oh. Why is he in a shack? He looks like he's in a shack. Like, it's like an ice fishing shack. He's making. Like shack. Looks like they blew up a port. <laughs> that was why it looks like they blew up a porta potty. Yeah, the guy's sitting Basically. there like working on it on his lap. So he was creating yeah. the firework. Yeah, he gone. Next guy is looking directly into the tube that launches the fireworks, like with his whole face. You know, yeah. they got that little launch tube, and you mm-hmm. put the mortar in there. Little and cannon and thing, right? Yeah. So he's like face in looking at like, oh, I don't, know, don't think that fired. Let me just see what's going on here. Okay, so don't do that. Let me see. This one now, what are we looking at here? Never, <laughs> this is my favorite one every year. Never place your head over a mortar tube. So we have a mannequin here. I feel like you don't need to go to West Point to learn. Facing that. the fireworks, which he appears to be working on in some Standing way. over. <laughs> oh, no, no. That was a bad one. Yeah. Not good for that guy. We got no head now. They also have the uh, the little girls wearing their sundresses with sparklers, and they're mm-hmm. starting on fire. Right. The shining twins, they look like. Yeah, they have them stand <laughs> next to each other. Sparklers, dangerous. Those can cause some trouble. I forgot to add the one. I, we didn't we didn't stumble on the one where they launch a bottle rocket into somebody's eye. Oh. <laughs> that was a good one every year. And this one, uh, another solid one for the grand finale. This is a guy who's got the mortar tube on his head. And here you go. Last Hold words. my beer. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a torso gone. He was gone. There was a moment of, wait, that's it? And yeah. then he exploded. Why? CPSC Why would you chair? have it on your head? Alex you know Hainserich. I bet people have done that, Debbie. What the heck? I urge everyone to use care around fireworks. Only use fireworks labeled for consumer use and always keep children far away from fireworks, including sparklers. We want everyone to have a fun and safe celebration. All the videos are up on Twitter. I did link to it on my page if you're interested in watching and enjoying for yourself. Hill's Independence Day playlist. Been doing it all morning. Greg produces the show here, and he's curated a special freedom-themed playlist for all of our bumper music today. If you'd like to see the playlist, just text the word FREE to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. And I'm told he's also taking requests. And that one just came in. So somebody said, did you add Coming to America by Needle Diamond to your playlist? Pancake responded, I did now. And boom, there you have it. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. They text the text line. Pancake gets the message. Bing, bing, bing. bing. It's on the radio. I cannot wait until I'm sitting on my patio (laughs) on the shuffle of the playlist. Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. So text the word free, F-R-E-E, to 855-616-1620. Greg will send you the Spotify playlist right now. Just hit shuffle and let it play. Summerfest, our crew's going to be back down there today. Uh, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner starting at noon, and then Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Both will be live from Summerfest. Yep, 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 yep. They were there yesterday. Debbie was there yesterday. Debbie, so far, so good, right? So far, so good. Been er- eating a lot of Major Goolsby's. You went down for fun yesterday. Yes. All good? Crowd's good? It was awesome. It was great. I went to a Diggable Planet. I felt very old <laughs> at that show. <laughs> did you? I, I did. I was probably the youngest one there, but still, because of that, it made me feel very old. But the show was good. They played at 5.30. They were done by 6.45. There you go. Got out to beat the traffic. Good for you. (laughs) Great show. It was good. Brewers 360 coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Victor Carantini knocked in a two-run home run, and Devin Williams secured his 16th save of the season as the Milwaukee Brewers beat the New York Mets on Thursday night, this one by a final of 3-2. The Brewers will head to Pittsburgh next to begin a three-game set that starts tonight. Coverage gets underway here on WTMJ at 5.30. Freddie Peralta slated to get the start. is sponsored by Holiday Automotive and Brewers President of Business Operations Rick Schlesinger is with us this morning. (laughs) Good morning, Rick. Good morning. Hey, I want to start off. I know we got a lot coming when the uh, team returns to Milwaukee for the holiday week, but uh, I do want to ask you about the wildfire smoke that we are now going to shift out east with the crew in Pittsburgh tonight. I know the team has that on its radar. Any, Any word at this point on uh, tonight's game and whether or not uh, they are concerned about that? Yeah, I think they're obviously monitoring the air quality index in Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, we're not going to put fans or the players in, at a health risk. So I think uh, we're going to see. I think they they think uh, as of now the game's going to go on as scheduled, but, uh, you know, this is a <laughs> difficult situation because you just can't really predict, uh, you know, what's going to happen at game time and what the wind prevails are going to be and all the data. So, uh, you know, obviously Major League Baseball is involved, but I, as of now, I think the games are scheduled to go on. And again, we're, we'll sort of see as we go. Nice road trip for the crew so far. And then we come back to American Family Field on July 3rd and then kick off a short, uh, short series with the Cubs. And then we've got the Reds, uh, both really important teams for us to play and a number of things happening at the ballpark too. Yeah, no, it's a four-game series with the Cubbies. Uh, first time we've seen them this year at home, and then we've got the Reds. Uh, so, you know, kind of crucial games right before the All-Star break. Um, so a lot of a lot of good action. Uh, tickets for Monday's July 3rd game are going to be difficult to get. Uh, more availability later in the week and, and good availability for the Reds series. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a great series and uh, hopefully some wins. And, We've got the 30th anniversary of the sausage race celebrated on July 7th, so we'll have some fun with that. It's hard to believe it's been 30 years since the first actual race of sausages in the ballpark, um, but uh, we'll have some fun. And uh, you know, again, nothing beats the sausage race. Do we know, Rick, who won the very first sausage race? I I think we do. I don't remember. It is um, known. I think we do have data. It is it is a known fact. Yes. And, okay. Um, it, 
put it this way, there were only three racing sausages at the time, so you know, we have a thirty three percent chance of guessing <laughs> who it was. Point. But I think we do know. I, I happen not to know. <laughs> I rem- I remember the first time I saw the actual sausage race where it had come off the scoreboard and now they're running around out there. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not sure I like this. That's not great for Milwaukee. This is, you know, we're more than sausage and beer and whatever. <laughs> and then I quickly grew to be like, no, actually, this is everything that's say, awesome about Milwaukee. No, it's great. It's fun. Uh, you know, a credit to, to the prior folks who came up with it. And it's, it's iconic. It's, it says Brewers, you know, it says Milwaukee. Hey, one more thing I want to give you an opportunity to talk about. Uh, Coming up on Friday next, so a week from today when the Reds are in town, you've got the jerseys off their back raffle. And this is put together by wives of the the players and others within the organization to help raise money for an important cause. Yeah, the the players will autograph their jerseys that they wore at the game. Um, The wives, who do a lot of things for Brewers Community Foundation, are raising money. The money's going to Brewers Community Foundation, which then supports you know, literally 500 nonprofits around the state of Wisconsin. So, yeah, it's a great opportunity not only to win something cool, but also to make a donation that's going to benefit our state. He's not the best producer in the business for nothing. Pancake, who won that first race? All right, do you have a guess? You want to throw a guess down real quick? I thought I heard Matzik say last week it was Bratwurst. That would be my guess. Rick, you want to give a guess? Can I go with Polish? I'll go with Italian. And it was the Bratwurst. Ah! <laughs> great, Rick, have a great Independence Day. Hope we get them all in this weekend in Pittsburgh, and then it's a, an awesome week-long homestand for the crew next week. Thanks, Vinny. Thanks, Rick! 7.50 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Seven fifty four. On Wisconsin's Morning News, Greg Hill's Independence Day playlist is available. Text the word FREE to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Greg, producer of the program, and DJ Pancake today. So we have no Tosh today. He's off enjoying a, a long holiday, so we need to do this instead. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? All right. A lot of AI news. AI important information. This is important to know. Very important AI information. So here's the deal. AI can do just about everything. It's also now starting to steal away from the authors, but not just the big ones, for the you's and me's as well. So I don't know if you knew this, but with Amazon, you can go through Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing Arm and self-publish a book. You can go on there and and put your stuff on there, and people will, will purchase your book. And now there are over 200 ebooks in Amazon's Kindle store that list ChatGPT as the author or co-author. So people are using ChatGPT to help them write an ebook, like okay. how to write and create content using ChatGPT or the power of homework or, or different things like that. Okay, that's fine, I suppose. But they also say on there, hey, we use ChatGPT to help write this book. Okay. Okay, fine. What's the problem with that? Well, now the problem is is that AI can spit out nearly everything you want, and people are realizing they can monotonize. So AI is creating their own books. People are just spitting things out there using bots. And when you're going on there, you don't realize if it's a book written by Vince Vetrano from Glendale or if it's from a robot that someone snuck in there. Just for the record, Vince Vetrano lives in Greendale now. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Come on, AI. So, the, so the, what? It doesn't doesn't know if I wrote the book or if AI wrote the book, right? But 
There is a way you can figure it out because if you use these uh, options to use the self-producing, you'll, you'll notice that some of the books don't have authors. Some of the books don't have a synopsis <laughs> explaining anything about the book. And some of them just don't read that well. For instance, the, the words kind of blend together like this. My advice is never do tomorrow what you can do today. Procrastination is the thief of time. So you mean to tell me you made a time machine out of a DeLorean? Yeah, so it has a mixture <laughs> of just random just spits lyrics. a bunch of so, stuff yeah, out there. Yeah, so you might actually read some, oh, you know, that sounds like a very a very famous uh, quote from a book that sounds pretty good. And you realize that it's just nonsense because it's worded together. So there's a bunch of them on there that they had to call, like this one. The creatures outside looked from pig to man, oh, and from fire. man to pig, and from pig to man again, but already it was impossible to say which was which. And police chief Brody said, you're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> See, no, that, that <laughs> went from Animal Farm to Jaws. <laughs> that book doesn't exist and people aren't realizing it. So I guess what they're worried about mainly is that there's going to be a market where you're going to try to bot a book and people are just going to end up buying without realizing it. Thus, those of us who are self-publishing books aren't going to be able to get that money or make that coin. Hmm. Is, now, is it some, doesn't concern you? No, is is some AI better than others? So, like, can you get the really good author AI well, versus the <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it's only a matter of time. Like, I mean, some of these people are like actually writing children's books and putting them on there using ChatGPT. Now, they'll say on there, "Hey, use a little AI to help write this book," but this is now blending that where you're not going to have to do that, and it's going to raise questions about AI's effects in retail transparency and, of course, intellectual property when it comes down to. All of these weird lyrics. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. And quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> my blood is boiling. My brain I Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan. Acting strangely.